All right, coming up a little bit later, uh, Jason Malika on what the mayor had to say. It'll startle you beyond belief. Eric Adams, that is. Uh, and also the Trump stuff out in Colorado. Jimmy Fallon a little bit later on from Fox. Uh, right now, let's concentrate uh, right here in uh, Soviet County. Lawmakers uh, pretty much uh, killing a measure to consolidate the cybersecurity across the departments. Uh, believe it or not, Steve Alone making an appearance uh, like uh, like Elvis Presley. Was it him? I don't know. Uh, but he made a real one at their meeting uh, to urge its approval here to discuss is the chair of the committee as far as the cyber panel and I'm presiding over the 8th district as well Suffolk County uh, legislator and chair Mr. Anthony Piccarillo sir good to have you good morning Jay good to have you happy holidays how are you indeed as we uh, wind it down hard to believe Anthony as far as the rest of the year only uh, to go but uh, you know all eyes upon the panel and yesterday where uh, the county executive you know, wanted to kind of change things around before he heads out of here in about 11 days. Uh, and that was uh, to put CISO in place, the chief information security officer. Uh, you know, it's a position, obviously, that was filled back in May, the cyber attack and everything else. So that individual, I guess, would oversee uh, cybersecurity policy and compliance for all the departments. And then, you know, submitting twice the annual report uh, with an overall compliance risk score, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, why was this particular situation tabled? What what did the panel have to say about this? Yeah, so, you know, this was really outside the scope of uh, the investigations committee. But, I mean, my objection was, number one, we're still investigating what happened. You know, we're wrapping that up now. It's winding down. We should be issuing a report, hopefully, if not by the new year, right after the new year. But I think that we should wait until that report comes out and then we can offer uh, the fixes that we believe uh, are necessary to secure our cybersecurity. And couple that with the Sheriff's Department objecting, the District Attorney's uh, Office objecting, um, and the Comptroller's Office. You know, these are all separately elected officials within the County of Suffolk who objected to this measure and said, hey, listen, there's no reason to rush this. Let's get it right so we don't have to go back and do it again. And, you know, I agree with them. I think that's the prudent way to move forward. I don't think that we, you know, before our uh, report is issued and before the three other separately elected officials in this county can get together and say, hey, listen, this works for my department. you got to remember, especially on the law enforcement side, there's a lot of sensitive material there that no, no one should have access to but uh, people who have clearance within the district attorney's office. And I think um, making sure that that's clear um, and isn't an issue going forward is part of the problem they objected. So, you know, I don't think that the what happened yesterday, it was unorthodox. I, I've never seen something like that happen at a legislative meeting. <laughs> you know, but moving forward, I think uh, County Executive Elect Romaine is, is really getting his hands around the cybersecurity issue with his transition team, and, and, and we will revisit this. It's just going to be a question of getting everybody on the same page and making sure that we have a resolution that, you know, all the separate elected officials are comfortable with and it's transparent, and it can move forward to the legislative branch, and that's going to happen. It's just a matter of timing right now. Anthony, what is the motivation behind Steve Ballone asking for this? Uh, he's term-limited, we know. He took the podium. He urged the ledge uh, to kind of go about their business and pass this stuff. Uh, listen, uh, is it about his legacy? Is it about this, this mark on his record as far as when he leaves that – uh, you know, a, a, 
assuming what the panel comes up with and everything else, it might not be good in his favor. Uh, is this something he wants to this type of baggage he takes to his next endeavor? Um, what what is behind this whole thing for Steve Ballone? Yeah, you know, I wish I, I I rarely speculate about what's going on in another man's head, but you know, just from what I've seen, what, what's been public, what's been what's um, testimony that's been given under oath in the committee, we know that the FBI tipped off the county. Who in the county is still unclear as far as after it went to the district attorney's office. The district attorney wrote an email to uh, the D- Department of Information and Technology and to the security guy uh, for a computer system and said, "Hey, listen." You know, either you're under attack or you're going to be under an attack. And now in sworn testimony, we hear that the deputy commissioner didn't tell the commissioner of the Department of Vision Technology that this was happening. So right there and then, somebody should have been fired over that. You can't have a subordinate within a department. No question. Pertinent information from the FBI. I mean, that's just totally ridiculous coming from, you know, a, a deputy that, that wouldn't alert people to something that could have been so serious. And then other things that we've heard in sworn testimony lead me to believe that the, the command structure there was just not not good. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, we'll, I'm, I'm going to leave it there because you'll see more in the report when we're finished. But, you know, th- you can't just blame this on one person like that's been trying to be done. I don't uh, know Mr. Slusher. I met him maybe twice in my entire life. Um, you know, talked to him for less than a minute and a half total outside of his sworn testimony. Um, you know, so to me, this isn't a personal thing. You know, he's a county employee also. And I think targeting one county employee over a system-wide failure, to me, is just, you know, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, it's not good at all when the administration is warned multiple times, it seems. According to testimony that I've seen, uh, Anthony Piccarillo, not only in the part of Schussler, but the part of Judy Pascal, county clerk, former clerk. When you are basically stating that an imminent attack, imminent, imminent to me means invasion. Invasion will happen if we do not do something about it, and nothing was done about it. And I'll tell you this much. For this not to have the cyber insurance and everything else is disgraceful. And to this day, from what I understand, there is still none. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, I mean, you know, that we are working toward that. It's it's a multi-step process, and having the chief information security officer is one of the biggest steps, actually, to gaining cyber insurance. So I know in the new year, the new county executive is working toward making sure that we have cyber uh, security insurance. Um, and, and, you know, that that is one step in a larger process of, of trying to move our security system forward. But, you know, I will say this. You know, there was a breach. Um, it, it's public now, so we can speak about it. Uh, with Okta. That's an app that they wanted all of the county employees to put on their phone for two-factor authentication so that it sends you a password. It seems that that was also hacked, the company itself. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, we found out about that through a newsday reporter. So this is the kind of thing that we're talking about. We can't get, we can't even get pertinent information that could have affected our personal hardware uh, when it comes to cybersecurity. So, we need to open up the chains of communications with the new county executive and make sure uh, that the right people are going to find out this information in a timely fashion, not through Newsday reporters or other news outlets um, that are reporting on it. I mean, we can't run the government that way. We can't run cybersecurity that way. Oh, and uh, you can't have a commissioner uh, of the county's Department of Information Technology uh, who testified 
Uh, there's Scott Massel on Anthony Piccarello and said, you know what? It's an oversight. Sorry. <clears throat> Move on. Next question. I'm sorry. I mean, there are Listen, things in here. Oversight is your wife yelling at you for leaving the toilet seat open. An oversight, yeah. you know, this was, I mean, this was intentional, intentionally refused to inform the legislature uh, of a report that said that our systems were in very, very poor shape. And that was days before he appeared in front of a legislative committee that I chair, the Government Operations Committee, where they had all this information and they refused to give it to the committee. And you know what? If they didn't want to tell me, they could have told the presiding officer, they could have told the minority leader, they could have told someone within the government that this was happening and we need X, Y, and Z to fix it. But he felt it okay enough to come to the committee and ask me for three and a half million dollars for other uh, you know, cybersecurity-related issues, and the committee gave him the money. And in that committee, they asked him, are we going to be okay? And basically he said, yes, we should be good if you give us this money. So, of course, we obliged because we feel like that's the right thing to do. You know, you have to authorize the spending of this money to protect the, the infrastructure within cybersecurity. But again and again, and through sworn testimony, we've seen faults and cracks and, you know, um, no communication between the department and the legislature about moving uh, our cybersecurity needs forward. So, you know, that, that all has to change in the new year. I, I'm confident that it will. You know, and the presiding officer, I, I have to thank him again, Kevin McCaffrey, for letting us set up the special committee to have this investigation, or we wouldn't have been able to get all the information that we've gotten so far. So, you know, that, that was great on his behalf. Uh, you know, I, I think the people that uh, we represent appreciate what we're doing. Rich Donahue, our special counsel, has been great, and, and the committee has worked great together on a bipartisan basis, you know, to get to the truth, because that's really what we're searching here. Get to the nope. truth to make sure this can't happen again. No question. And, you know, let's make it clear with Shustler, and he was put on paid leave after this hack. He testified, uh, folks, that the county missed numerous opportunities, prevented months before it happened, and he blamed the lack of, of CISO as the root cause, the chief information security officer. Uh, and that was the case. And in essence, you know, I was trying to correlate this. You know, it's almost like you buy a house, right? But in order to buy the house, don't you have to have some sort of a homeowner's policy in play? And for the life of me, I can't understand it. How do you not have cyber insurance? This is one of the largest counties going right now, right? Uh, in the state, in the country, and everything else. One and a half million people in Suffolk County. For the life of me, how does one not operate with insurance? I, I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. I, I don't understand the motivation. What what would be the motivation for this county executive to completely brush over the fact that there was no cyber insurance? And to this day, there's none. Why would he do that? And, you know, I'll tell you this. He uses it as a facade to say, hey, you know what? Here's the budget. Here's $7 bucks or so, whatever the heck he's laying out in the budget, regarding protection. Really? Like, that's going to fix the problem that has already passed? Uh, to me, it's almost like you buy a house, no homeowners. Well, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. Or if you're if you're buying on the South Shore, you don't have flood insurance. Or for those poor folks in yeah. Fire Island, if you don't have flood insurance. I mean, how dumb could you possibly be as an administration? That's unbelievable to me. It's unfortunate. And I would say this. Listen, you can't just throw money at a problem. Money is important. In, in in fixing our cybersecurity defenses, but we have to make sure the money is going to targeted 
uh, places where the, it's actually going to work for us. And listen, it's expensive, but yeah. you know you can't just be throwing money at vendors and expect them to do all this work. You have to have competent people at the top that are going to manage where this money is going to make sure that we're getting the best bang for our buck. And I feel that with the new administration coming in, you know, we're going to get away from the people that are there now, hopefully, that we're going to bring in people, you know, who aren't beholden to um, to vendors or to taking orders from other people uh, to try to make things run. So, you know, I'm confident that we're headed in the right direction, um, and I look forward to working with the new uh, administration any way that I can to make sure that we get this, um, that we keep this moving in the right direction. Now, uh, I just want to state, we have done our due diligence on this show. We have reached out to Steve Ballone, deaf ears as always, uh, as far as uh, an answer to, to appear on this program and to answer some questions. We give him an open forum as we do everyone. Uh, but uh, to no avail, no word yet. Now, one final thing for you, sir. Uh, as we turn the page into the new year, you mentioned you're going to have an answer pretty quick. Are we going to see this the next couple of weeks in January? Where are we at with this as far as a resolution to all of this? Yeah, so we our report, you know, I'm hoping um, that we can get the report issued or at least the executive summary issued um, pretty quickly in the new year, you know, within the first few weeks of January and then the full report, uh, you know, hopefully before January ends. But, you know, we're working diligently to do this. And, and I said this from the beginning. There'll be no uh, time clock on this report. It's going to be thorough. It's going to be accurate. And it's going to be filled with facts. Um, and I think that's what's important. And it's done on a bipartisan basis, which that's happening now. Um, and, you know, we have a very competent attorney who's working with us. And, and I believe that um, it's going to be uh, comprehensive to the fact of uh, areas that need to need to be addressed and, you know, where uh, we need to spend more or where we can spend less. I think that's all part of it. Uh, so I look forward to, you know, finishing up this work. Um, and... and you know, looking for a fruitful new year with the new administration. Uh, I think a lot of people have that same mindset, uh, Anthony Piccarello. We can't thank you enough. We will await, and we look forward to having a conversation with you as we get on with this and to move on uh, from this, uh, this this very expansive problem right here. Have a fantastic Absolutely. Christmas. Uh, if we don't you talk, too, happy friend. new year. Happy new year. Merry Christmas. Be well.